0: I'm Mernas Campbell, founder and CEO of Kimia and Kimia Reset. And I'm really passionate about helping pharmaceutical sales professionals to feel confident about using technology to improve the quality of their engagement with healthcare professionals. Is the human side of the digital transformation that really excites me. Enabling people to use technology um, is really what I'm curious about. And to explore this topic, I've been interviewing inspiring pharmaceutical leaders to learn from them and to share their perspective. What I found is that they all focus on the people behind the tools, which is fascinating. I'm delighted to be kicking off the new year by interviewing Sophie Graham-Goddard, Global Director, Omnichannel Marketing Capabilities from GSK. Hi, Sophie. It's great to have you here. Hi, Mirna. brilliant to be here too. Oh, perfect. Uh, So let me tell you a little bit about Sophie and her background. She is an inspiring leader. Uh, During her career, she's successfully led both industry marketing and consulting teams, delivering award winning transformational programs in top pharmaceutical companies. Sophie is currently leading the Omnichannel Capability Acceleration and GSK. And um, her aim is to enable leaders, teams, and clients excel and make a real difference in their organization. Um, Sophie, in her free time, is a primary school governor, and she speaks three languages, which I'm sure comes in really handy in her global role. What I didn't share with you is Sophie and I used to work together in Pfizer, and it was so lovely to meet you in person in Nice when we both attended the Reuters conference. So... Sophie, I'm so happy to have you here. And I just wanted to ask you, perhaps you could tell us a little bit of background about your career path and what brought
1: about your passion for digital marketing, please. Thanks. Thanks, Manas. Um, and it was great to reconnect with you, Nice as well. It's been a little while. So my background is in science and communication degrees. And in fact, that's what I started very early on when I left school Um, And I've always looked to combine those two, um, I guess, early experiences of, you know, science and research um, and the importance and the place of science in our environment and in our society today, along with how we can more effectively communicate it for the wider good. And that's what's led me to the pharmaceutical industry, I guess, as a whole. And my whole career has been, one way or another, in the pharmaceutical industry, um, initially in a medical education agency, then at Pfizer, which is where you and I work together, um, then uh, more recently in consulting, um, and now here at uh, at GSK in this uh, newer newer omni-channel capabilities role, which is very much a culmination of really all my different experiences, actually either as a uh, marketing leader um, in uh, recently in the French market. So yes, my French languages uh, and dual nationality came in very handy there. Um, and really, um, omni-channel marketing and digital marketing is really just part of our world in in the real world, the environment that we live in more widely today. And for pharmaceutical industry, it's still a bit of an evolving frontier. You know, we're a little bit Star Trek about it, I suppose um versus other industries and I love new challenges that's been a again a pattern consistent pattern in my career uh, to date and therefore being here at the this new evolving and continually evolving frontier for pharmaceutical is a really exciting and dynamic place to be. Oh brilliant and um I was going to say
0: I guess marketing has changed um during Covid and post-Covid and I imagine you know, the world omnichannel in your title might be a clue, but how do you see marketing is evolving specifically in your
1: organisation as a result of these changes? Yeah, so it's a really great question, and I, and I think for me the key word is is evolution and continuing to evolve with agility. And I know agility is a bit of a buzzword too at the moment, but I really believe with COVID and the pandemic that we need to be much more responsive. We need to be able to meet our customers where they want to be met by us. And this is not the first time in the industry we've been saying this, right? As an industry, we've conceptually said this for many, many years. But with COVID, we've had it's accelerated our journey even faster. So where we were slowly moving on what was probably a five, five year horizon, we've had to react in three or four months, You know, initially with the first lockdowns, if I think back to those times in particular. And for marketeers um, and sales and medical colleagues, um, we all need to collaborate much more effectively, um, creating content that's meaningful for our customers, and at the point at which they want to consume it, you know, whether that's in a face to face interaction at Congresses or through our, our various field forces, or whether it's um, via email or through web portals, you know, there are multiple different ways. Thanks, Sophie. So when you talk about agility, are you talking about uh, speed or are you
0: talking about actually using the agile concept and in, in part of your
1: content creation in marketing? Mm-hmm. So a bit of both, actually. So um, we certainly need to move from a a historical model, perhaps, of being very focused on consistent campaign messages and and consistent um, communications that ran for relatively long periods of time, probably on an annual cycle, um, sometimes on a six-monthly cycle, through to something much more um, nimble, um, that might be you know, on a monthly or a quarterly basis, for example, that's much more um, impactful then and keeping currency and adding value to our customers. Perfect. And
0: have you found that the speed of creating content has increased in your team
1: or has it just remained the same? So my, uh, my team doesn't create content. Um, anymore. So I'm, uh, I'm really focused on capabilities. If I look more widely at the global teams that we have and the, the teams in the markets, it really does vary. Um, and I think what has increased is the volume of content. Um, mm. So to meet the demands of our customers and the needs of our customers, then actually what we create now, uh, needs to be much more meaningful and therefore we need more, more of it uh, yeah. and also on a more frequent basis. I think there are some really great examples internally that we have where teams are, are moving to doing this and are doing this well. Yeah,
0: I think you're making a really interesting point that every team I talk to, they're creating more. And I think people are working much harder now yeah. with omnichannel marketing compared to before. And I just think, you know, you mentioned your team focuses around capability. Um, apart from capability of juggling so many plates at the same time are there any specific capabilities you identified that you think are essential for marketeers working in this environment there yes
1: (laughs) it's a short answer um i guess it's i'm trying to think about which ones to pick because there's a temptation to come up with a really long list um, which i don't think is helpful i'm drawn particularly to uh, things like a curious mindset so trying and experimenting new new ways not just new channels but new ways of connecting content and information um yeah. which i think is a key capability uh, i think close collaboration we've always collaborated i think with medical and field colleagues to generate really great content and campaigns but there's a real um additional need to do this well at a mm-hmm. local and a global level nowadays and make sure that we have um, you know really value added content whether that's a, above brand or non promotional content as well as um, promotional content yeah um, I yeah I love that Sophie carry I'm sorry to interrupt and well just maybe my last point my last piece is, is 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 the analytics and the data analysis right so we we are moving i think as an industry you know we we still um you know our metrics are evolving and our ability to, as marketeers um to be able to analyze new formats and new 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 data points um mm-hmm. to measure our content effectiveness our content impact um how we are really contributing to enhancing the customer and the patient experience with our medicines or our vaccines is really quite key so um those would be the three I think priority areas
0: yeah I I love what you said because that curious mindset is something I can see as a capability across a number of roles that we could mm-hmm. really benefit from and I think the collaboration again is a key theme that is um, naturally and organically emerging I think people before had this sense of competition between companies but now I think People realize the problems of the world are so much bigger than one of us. So we need to work more collaboratively across different departments or even across different companies to be able to address some of the challenges. So, you know, I totally agree with Yenna. I I think when you talk about the analytics and insights, it reminds me of um, advice I was given by my mentor, Richard Blackburn, um, I, remember, I guess you remember him from Pfizer. I do, yeah. Many, many, many years ago, I was working in Park Davis and I remember Richard, uh, he was a director of marketing and he said to me, um, market research and insight uh, should be used as um, a lamp that enlightens your path so you can see clearly, not a lamppost that a drunk leans to get support. And he was saying sometimes sure. insight is used to justify what we want to do. And it just yeah. tickled me when I remembered his, his sound advice. But I think you're right. Capabilities to be able to analyze information, to draw insight from it, is so key, again, both in marketing and also in commercial side of the business as well. Yeah. So, Sophie, what do you think pharmaceutical companies need to do to create a truly integrated customer experience? Because at the end of the day, everything we do is to generate a good customer experience. Are you doing any, anything specifically and what's your views on that?
1: Now the shift is actually doing much more point uh, specific online testings that are quick um, and give us the right, right insight to be able to then develop the right campaign, the right content and materials that will really support our customers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the difference. And I think the other big difference is is connecting the dots. You know, our customers have much higher expectations and needs and therefore personalizing that content as much as possible within relevant regulatory frameworks, etc. is important so that we're really adding value at those different intervention points or touch points that a customer might want to interact with or receive information or our uh, data on. Um, Mm. And one of the things, you know, we were in my current role. I'm responsible for developing a, a capability campus, so a, a knowledge resource, a learning resource, a dynamic, living learning resource where everyone will understand how we do Omnichannel at GSK. Um, and I'm interviewing customers to get their view on what it feels like to receive our content and our materials. Um, and those expectations are high in terms of the data, the insights, the ways they want us to interact with them. Um, and it's important that we include that in our understanding as much as we possibly can.
0: Definitely. And I think it's good that you're getting that feedback from them early on so you have chance to tweak your approach to in- include their mm-hmm. feedback in it. Do you kind of like get involvement from your sales team? I know you don't work with think, a brand um, content development because you're working on capability, but do generally marketing teams use um kind of a co-creation process for content yeah. development to get input from very the sales much. team.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. The sales team are really integral to a lot of that content and the feedback. Right. And they're very much uh, you know, we look to them to provide voice of the customer insights really as well. Um particularly within the within each market that we work mm-hmm. with. And you know my France experience was testament to that. We had, you know, cross-functional brand teams with sales reps. Um, and medical colleagues and other key functions to create you know uh, local plans but also customer journeys and um, uh, and then we also have had point groups of reps to test specific content items with mm-hmm. um, so there was a really nice blended model uh, in France and I think that's fairly representative of many of our other countries approaches too maybe not all of them but many of them and you know that. That's really invaluable, and I think we we pull in at also a global level um, where we can through our co-creation uh, approaches and collaboration with um, again key market uh, representatives too.
0: Fantastic. So,
1: Sophie, in your global role, are you seeing
0: any global trends for adoption of omni-channel capabilities, or does it vary from country to country or region to region? What was your observations?
1: the levels of which every region is at is wildly different, right? So there's Mm -hmm. a huge variation, uh, certainly by region, and also actually within markets and by brands too, Um, depending on brand maturity and where they are in their life cycle as well. So there's kind of multiple factors. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I'm not going to call out which countries are where, because they're all, you know, we're all evolving. And I think my, my comment earlier around one of the key Success factors for us, I think, in marketing today is to make sure we keep agile, we keep evolving, and we keep developing both ourselves and our teams. Um, and from wherever your starting point is, it's okay. Just keep learning and keep developing and keep experimenting with things, so that we can continue to excel and meet our customer needs. Yeah,
0: I guess um, you're right. It's a journey, so we need to know where are we now, and, and making you know slowly steady progress towards where we want to be and it doesn't matter whether you're ahead or behind or somewhere in the middle as long as you measure where you are and tracking your progress that's the key things and this is a journey this is not like a something you get a tick and it's done Omnichannel is like a way of doing things it's like any other skills you want to stay on top of it to continuously
1: improve it exactly and i think the word that matters is what the customers think right and that might vary by market and therefore you know as we talked about earlier the capabilities needs will vary by market as well um yeah. and and for me we need to have that customer mindset throughout and it's what what they need and how we need to work with them to be most effective and impactful that matters rather than where one market is today versus another
0: yeah yeah um i've been asking all the people i interviewed recently. Uh, about what they think the future role of the pharmaceutical sales representative will look like. And as a, you know expert marketeer, Sophie, I'd really love to know what's your opinion on this. How do you think their role would evolve?
1: <clears throat> so I think their, their role is already evolving and will continue to evolve. Um, I think they play a critical role in that customer experience. They're quite often the face of the company and the organization. And a key point of contact for our customers mm-hmm. um and certainly i mean there are a few countries that we've seen post pandemic that have really adopted a you know a, a heavy digital focus mm-hmm. and really minimised that face-to-face interaction um but most and i'm speaking very broadly here most of the top 10 big markets still have a quite heavy mix of uh, from a customer perspective of face-to-face and other uh, interaction points, should we say, uh, from the industry. You know, there's a strong future for reps um, and rep but their role is evolving and changing in terms of Mm. orchestrating and coordinating all these touch points so that it's really easy for customers to get what they need when they need it and to feel that that we are providing them with valuable, uh, information and content each time we, we meet with them or, or interact with them.
0: Yeah, um, it's, it's great. I was on the call as well. It was the inpatient health predictions and you're right. And then, you know, re, you know digital launches alone have not been successful, but also one of the predictions Paul made was there's going to be a 20% reduction on the commercial sales team. And I think um, to, to survive and be good at omnichannel um, sales, profession and um, salespeople need to upskill and be good yeah. at face-to-face and digital calls um, mm. it's a kind of it's, the environment has changed so we need to evolve nice. and identify our way of doing it so yeah. my final question is your top tip and advice for other leaders in your position in marketing um, what was your top tip about the human aspect of digital transformation because i know you do care a lot pe- about a lot about mm. people What's your advice on that, Sophie?
1: Well, it's all about the people. I mean, without, without either, whether they're customers or our own teams, we can't deliver the value and input we needed to improve patient care. I mean, that's the bottom line. Um, but they're fundamental to our success. Mm-hmm. And, it's, um, and, and their ability to listen to our customers also and integrate what they hear to deliver, again, more impactful content and value is what's really important. Um, So I'd be a bit cheeky and say it's all about the people and it's also about the content too that we therefore, they create.
0: Thank you, Sophie. So we heard it from Sophie, it's all about people. It's been lovely to have you here, Sophie, and really appreciate you sharing your insight and wisdom about digital marketing. Um, I just want to wrap up this uh, wonderful interview with Sophie by just sharing with you that we have developed Chemia Reset, a fun and engaging cloud based learning platform that focuses on the human side of digital transformation. And we've been able to help sales teams across many countries to effectively engage and connect with healthcare professionals. And the things we've observed is increased their confidence. Increase the quality of their virtual and face to face calls and dramatically increase the quantity of their engagement, but as much as five fold. Um, we won several awards for disruptive innovation in UK and Europe, and we are the emerging alliance partner with, uh, for training with Viva Systems. Some describe our platform as the Netflix of pharmaceutical sales training. Uh, we develop a new exciting modules and uh, for effective omni channel behaviors and mindset and tools for increasing CRM adoption so if you're looking for a solution to help your team gain confidence and embrace digital tools and agile using on- online content um, get gain touch because we would love to hear from you that's it from me and Sophie so thank you and goodbye mm-hmm.